Hey guys, this is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and you are listening to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Ah, after 10,000 years I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Oh, check, check, one, two, check, check. So, bring us in. Welcome, fans. This is Sean Fritz, joined with my legendary co-host. That's your cue. Hi, guys. No, say your name. Guys, it's Anthony Mullen. And we are live, in person, if you're here on location at... Usually that's how live Rock works. ...RockCon. 2018. 2018. 2018. And Anthony... I've spoken to a lot of people. You've seen a lot of people. And what have we seen today so far? I've been seeing a lot of comics, a lot of cosplay, a lot of toys and games. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Steve Cardenas walk around, but that's cool. Oh, I've talked to him a couple times, shook his hand. He's, uh, he remembers me. I see a violin. We've seen, I, I, I think we've a seen fiddle. a majority of the fiddles are smaller than violins. A viola is bigger, but not stand-up bass big or upright bass. Do you know where the best place to hide a violin in the case? Viola case. Cool. I, I don't get the reference. You know the difference between uh, Viola case and uh, Kinlin Wood? The cost? Uh, about the same. Cool. So we're seeing a lot of cosplay today. We're seeing a lot of outfits. And, uh, oh, there's a service animal. Oh, that's uh, a good boy. Anthony, would you agree? Don't pet the service animal, by the way. Would you agree, Anthony, that a high percentage of the outfits that we're seeing are Star Trek related? And a fair amount, more than I was expecting, are Power Rangers related. I'm looking right now. I like your Elon Musk cosplay. <laughs> uh, I'm looking around. I don't see any Star Trek right now. So, one, I don't see any Star Trek. Well, there's a red shirt right there with the cave on, holding her phone up, right in front of the guy in the yellow shirt. Right there. Oh, she, the black cape. Oh. Yeah, the oh, black see, cape. See, I can't see her red shirt. I just saw it. Well, she was standing to our right for about 20 minutes. I've seen, oh. a, I've seen a couple of red shirts. I feel okay. bad for them because they're going to get it. Otherwise, I mean, we've seen a lot of Power Rangers today. Which ones have you seen? Yellow Dino Thunder. I saw a Green Ranger. Oh, the, there, there goes the Clippers. There, That's there goes, awesome. There goes Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That's sweet. Like the real band. The Ed Leslie, not the cosplayer. So yeah, Look at that Hellboy. That was nuts. Oh, I see him. He's over there. Uh, so, yeah, we're just, just listing off who we've seen. Um, we've seen a couple Mighty Morphin, uh, Mighty Morphin Muscles Ranger, the uh, padded Green Ranger. Like you said, Dino, Thun- Dino Thunder, right? Yeah. Yep. Red Space Ranger. Uh, he, he, well, he was in the, he was in the uh, civvies. He was in his uh, non-morphed yeah. jacket. It's cool because it actually looks like sewn patches, too. Yeah. The, well, like the, it's a home like he made it. He made it. It was uh, colored felt. Uh, the guy was pretty... Uh, he was nice. He was a nerd. No, I say that in all because I'm a nerd too. But yeah, he was. Uh, he he knew a lot. Uh, but here's the thing, Anthony. He hasn't read the comics. And I'm oh. like, he, well, he read the first five or six issues. And I'm like, have you gotten to the part where they go to that alternate dimension yet? He's like, no. I'm like, you have to read it. And then I showed him. Oh, here we are on comics discussion again. Oh, there's a yellow shirt right there. And then uh, we. Yep. Then I showed him uh, Kimberly from the Coinless Universe with the sword of the bow, sword of darkness. And he's like, I'm in. I'm going to go get them all right now, like when he gets home. Super fan. Oh, I saw a guy 
Well, remember that comic cover that we saw where that dude had all those signatures? Yeah, that was pretty nuts. Dude had how first two first two seasons of Money Morphin, Zio, and how many of Space? Uh, three, I think. Uh, he had one or two Time Force. He had some of the current, well, not current, but Mega Force maybe. He had the front cover. It was the blank boom number zero variant, and it was it was covered like it was. I can't. There's no other way to describe it. It was covered. Front cover, back cover, even on the inside flap. It was, co- yeah, no, it definitely was. He actually had a full list that went along with the bag and board of da- everything dated and signed when he did it all. And and that which list, was cool, and it was in pretty intense. That list wasn't even complete. He yeah, didn't, he didn't have all of them listed there, and he's like, oh, oh yeah, God. I got more on the inside. It's like, dude, that's that's insane. There was a blue dino charge. There was well, and the there with the guy from uh, that was dressed as Andros that had the the, the in space jacket. Uh, they weren't physically standing with him. They came with him. They drove here in the same car. Dino Charger, Dino Thunder. Uh, with the di- with the super spaghetti arms, Dino Charge. Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder. Exactly. That's what I said. Dino Charge is the one that that more last recent. season. Uh, yeah, it's more recent with the gun. I think I see my friend's wife. Well, maybe I don't know. Is she dressed as a Power Ranger? No, is she in the pink. No. Nope. Oh, okay. It looks I, like her kind of. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Cool. Sorry, but yeah, there's. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're here on lo- live on location. We're on the second floor near the cafeteria. So by the time you hear this, we'll be not Magnet here anymore. Magnet Defender, that dude. Magnet Defender, yeah, he's with That's them too. Awesome. He's with them too. No, he's not. Digging the Magnet Defender cosplay. Magnet Defender, rock on, dude. We saw the Mystic Force. It was it. I, I said it was that guy's mom. The that was dressed as Andros, but he um. There's your friend's wife, maybe. Nope, not her. Okay, so back to you. With the with the the guy that was Andros dressed as Andros, he was with a whole bunch of people and he was listing them off: Dino Charge Blue, Dino Charge Yellow. I don't know if there's a Dino Charge Red or not. It's almost like that. Se- was it season twenty three is where they did the mini arc of all the Legacy Rangers came back and like did team ups. I don't know that I've seen that one. That might be a future. No, topic. that's no, that's the one that you were telling me about. On that the was episode. That was season fifteen. Oh, thought, fifteen. Where, they, where it was like the where Rocky came back. Johnny Young Bosch came back. Johnny Young Bosch came back, and it and was, it was um, like light speed, pink light speed. I think also there was a, I think it was Mystic Force that did that. I think it was during Mystic Force. So there was somebody in Mystic Force that was on that team. Yes, uh, I can't remember Blue, exactly. Um, I think it was blue. It was green Mystic Force and blue Ninja Storm. It was a girl from Ninja Storm, the blonde hair. Oh, um, the yellow one? No, Ninja nope. Storm, you said. Ninja Storm. Uh, the, she was the, the blue, light blue. Light blue. The, the girl, the blonde hair. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, okay, it was, looks like red SPD. Yep. Green Mystic Force, mm-hmm. yellow Dino Thunder. And you're right. Did they call her blue? Blue Ninja. Yeah, yeah. Well, she yeah, was water. She was the blue Ninja no, because the other guys were um, the Crimson and the Na- Navy. The brothers? Yeah, the brothers there, which they didn't look like brothers at all, by the way. Hey, they're fraternal twins, not maternal twins. Maternal twins, they look just like each other. Fraternal oh. twins, they don't. There are two types of twins. Identical, oh. which is maternal, and fraternal, which is I know nothing like my brother. We could have been adopted for all anyone knows. Oh, yeah, I could tell one looked like mom would look like dad. They didn't look like at all. <laughs> but it was a cool season. Um I remember seeing that episode a little bit. But I mean, it's kind of like what they did here. It, Wait, is that? Hold on. Well, that episode, that's where Johnny Young Bosch still had his um, Mastodon 
the Morpher, coin. And it, well, he had the Morpher too, and Alpha Six, I believe, or maybe Alpha Five was on it too. It was like, hey, don't do that because you don't know how a broken Morpher. Because remember, it was broken and it was it got broken separated during from Z- the Morpher during Zeo, wasn't? It? Yeah, yeah. That's why they had to get the Zeo crystal. You should listen to our the question from the audience was. No. Um, we, well, um, we thought of the twenty fifth ep- uh, the twenty fifth yeah. anniversary episode. It it was but cool. It, it was um, decent. I it's honestly kind of felt really let down from it, just because it could have been something really good, really big. They could have made it a real nice event, and instead of making it like a nice build up to hearing about Rangers being disappeared, it was just boom, old Rangers, time travel, we saved the day. I prefer the cameos in this one because it, it felt like you got to actually see them, but still. Here, I didn't tell you this yet, and you'll appreciate this. I was talking to Steve Cardenas, and he said that they filmed a ton more footage. And I asked him if they had an extended cut that was going to be put out, and he's he's not sure. But he said they filmed a ton more than that was actually in the episode. Uh, and he seemed kind of the same that we were, like, eh, it wasn't that great. Like, it could, like, nothing against who was in it. The actors coming back I thought were really cool and everything, but... It could have been. This is something that, like, they, you saw what happened with Legacy Wars. You saw how it was a letdown. Everyone was expecting this giant battle, or su- Super Mega Force, a legacy battle. We got, like, a, what, 10 minutes of fighting. Have you seen the four-minute version of the Tommy versus Tommy fight on YouTube? Ooh. The robot cracked Tommy's Dino Charge helmet. Really? I was, I was really looking forward to, um, I really thought they were going to throw Lord Dracon in it. I really did. It's Draken. Drac- Lord Draken. I really <laughs> thought they were going to throw Lord Draken in at the end. Like, It's a very watered-down version. If you know your fans are going to, this is what your fans want. If, you, if you're in charge of it and, you're, and, I, and you see your fans love this comic, I mean, look at the YouTube views on Jason David Frank's individual YouTube video of him doing the Lord Draken little mini thing, the little teaser he did. People ate that up. Yeah, it was, uh, it was it, like the millions don't in even, about Don't there. even throw Lord Draken in this episode, but you know, you're already acknowledging splitting personalities and dimensions and different versions. Give me a universe and just show a window of just him from the back, and you could see maybe his, ha- his helmet sitting by the throne. People would pop and go crazy for that. Why wouldn't you give me that? That's no, I don't want a full like, movie. I want a Netflix series. I want a series, yeah. I want an extended Why series. Why would you want two hours when I can give you 13? I, w- I want to see how, you'll, you, you don't know this, I want to see how Skull infiltrates and becomes a Red Ranger sentry for that, Dragon. Oh, that would be awesome. That, no, that happens in the book. I, I got He's, caught he, up to that bit. Oh, did you? Okay. I did. I saw where he infiltrated. I, I want to know their story to actually being Power Rangers, which is, which is funny because in the comics they're establishing the canon that the Bulk and Skull do the Power They do a podcast on Power Rangers because they like them so much. Oh, that's right. I feel like it could have been better, but it's something that, you know, I didn't have before, so I'm not mad. But it was better fan service. The execution just, yeah, it seems, it seems like every fan agrees, or at least you, me, and our friend the Magnet Defender here. It could have been a little bit better simply because... Oh, right good on, look. Man. Good look. That's awesome. That's a great costume. Backstory was different. It was cool. I liked his. It was fun. And the fact that it was a brother that died and it was like the Phantom. You, you don't know the story behind the Magnum Fender, do I you? I don't, know. The whole idea is that um, this was Charlie Brown series. That's the, that's the one where they wore the uh, VR Troopers? No, not VR Troopers. The... No. Uh, that episode. But, uh, battle, battle, uh, Beetleborgs? No. That's Forever Red. No, Lost Galaxy. The That's the episode where they lose a brother. That's when they're wearing like the space uniforms that, that were used in Doom or the Dark Crystal. They, they recycle those. Sure. Yeah. 
I don't know. Oh, we 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 are nerds. We are nerd. We talk about nerd oh. stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Thank you for stopping yeah, by. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. Good luck in the contest. Is Anthony? Good talking to you. Thank you, Sean. So we just had a lengthy discussion with the uh, what was his name, Matt. Dressed as the Magnet Defender. Yeah. yeah that's a, a sweet. Now, that's like home done cosplay done like good. Like That's one you don't see either, the the character. You never see Magnet Defender. That's why it's like, ooh. You know who you never see, thankfully? Ninjor. Dude, I would rock a Ninjor cosplay. I, I know. It would be cool because it would be like a. Because he was only there for half of a season. Nah, he's more than half of a season. The, he was only there for the, fr- the front half of the season because he gets captured in the back half of the season. Really? For real, I just saw he was more than one season. They might have alluded to him, or he might have shown up in the span of two seasons, but I don't remember him being consistent character. Okay, two. okay, maybe he's not a consistent character, but I remember him being around. That's probably true. See that? So we've seen a lot of cosplay here. Talked to a bunch of them. I've seen a lot of people carrying around Power Ranger prints. Did you get one early before they opened the uh, David Felding? Yes, prints? I did. I, I snatched uh, both of them. Yeah, me too. Along with the Billy West. Actually, no, I didn't. No, I, I grabbed the headshot of him, and I grabbed the headshot of uh, Cousin It. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. My mom's going to like that one. Very we'll cool. Show it to, she like that. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're, we're just on the second floor watching people walk by and uh, engaging people. Are you going to go to the Power Ranger panel tomorrow? Tomorrow with Steve Cardenas? Yes. I probably will. Probably will. Are you? Thinking about it. Thinking about it. We're going to go talk to Steve here in a little bit, and uh, Allison McGinnis, Lightspeed Pink. Or the Windmill Rangers, as I like to call them. Lightspeed was a cool one. That, that's the one where they had a Nintendo 64 game. I love that game. It was the Mario Kart version of Power Rangers, right? Like, they're on motorcycles? They, that's the one where the motorcycle turns into the Battleizer. That was Lightspeed. No, I thought they had a Mario Kart-esque game on, um, on there. I don't think it was them. No, they had one that was, like, you could actually use the Megazords, and, like, you actually did, like, battles and everything. Red shirt. Yes. Oh, two, yellow. oh yellow shirt. Together, they got two obviously. kids. One's a red shirt. One's a yellow shirt. You know who the favorite kid is? Well, the ones. That, the, <laughs> you know, it's the red shirt. It's a, the red shirt Which was a ginger. ginger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lightspeed is cool. I have. That's one of the few things I haven't really gone back and watched yet. I can't get into Lightspeed Rescue, and and I think it's because of the. The, it was I'm going to throw out a shield, and it's going to come back, and it's going to paint my well, body. No, it's not supposed to shield. It's it's a um. It's a dip. Yeah, yes, they were dipped, but no, the what it wasn't a shield. It's like a, like a police badge. The light speed oh. was the idea is that they were like a rescue squad. Like, was, wasn't that SPD? No, SPD was more or less police. Lightspeed was the Red Ranger had a fire type. Fire oh type truck. yeah, they were they were public services. There's another red shirt, red shirt and jeans. Yes. It's casual day. Yeah. Yes, it is. But that's who they were. Okay, so they and were they were more public services. Yeah. Than that was the one with the uh, the Green Ranger. He was um, like a cowboy. <laughs> like he'd be like, yeah, like he like lassoed people. Yeah, but he didn't have a cowboy hat like the Gold Ninja Steel does. No, no, he did not. His helmet did not become a cowboy hat. If that's what you're asking. No, I'm just, well, no, I'm I'm stating that it wasn't because they were all the same general shape at that point. 
Such a cool mask. That was a cool mask. It's like the the you wouldn't get this reference because it's Sentai, but it's like the happy, sad, and angry villains from Kyuger, which w- was what became Dino Charge in the states. Dino Charge with the guns, not Dino Thunder with Jason. I don't Frank. recognize it then. Yeah, it was not the villain in the states. Oh, yeah, it's it was like Zed, not a Sentai villain, only American. Cool. Are you gonna get anything signed today? I don't have. I didn't bring anything to sign. I I don't know for sure. Actually, I might have one or two things. Specific. I mean, I already got Steve to sign stuff, but I don't have anything for Allison to sign. I don't have any light speed anything, so I, I'm not not 100 sure. I think I don't. Was it light speed? Have you seen the Funko? The girl. The I think it's a the girl that does the custom Funkos of the Power Rangers. Have you been seeing those? No. She's made custom Time Force Funkos. Now that's one. That's one that I wouldn't mind that, having. Like, uh, like gents, like all the like she's made one for each of them, and all of the actors or actresses have acknowledged it. Nice. Oh so, hey. So I have something for you, Anthony. I have. Don't look. Don't look and don't touch. Okay. Don't think about it. Don't want it. Don't, I don't need want it. Even acknowledge here. it. I have to find it here because I have a stack of shit. What are uh, you reading all those for? I was going to read them. So I'm not giving this to you, but I'm going to show it to you. L.A. Crazy Town, written by Christopher Kamen Lee. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Look at that. Signed on the cover by Christopher Kamen Lee. That's pretty sweet. Uh, these are Ed, X-Men Grand Design uh, by Ed Pisker. Oh, those are amazing. I haven't read this one yet, but I have something for you, Anthony. You may have this. Okay. Bag and board as well. Yo! Mighty Morphin <laughs> number one Green Ranger action figure variant. That's what's up. Or, here, I'll even give you a pick. Your choice. You get two things to choose from. That one or... Issue number, I believe this is seven. Green Ranger all day. Issue number whatever this is. This is the Goldar action figure variant. Look, bonus, includes wings. Oh, they got, do you remember when they got clipped off? Yeah, and then Zed gave them back season two, episode Here, two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to, I will take that one, but for right now. Specific. Okay. Hey, Chris, you could start reading too. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll get, nah, I don't think I'll have anyone sign that. But uh, no, I don't. I don't have anything for anyone to sign because I don't have any Lightspeed swag. I don't have any Red Ranger swag either. So I wish I saw my Lightspeed Lightspeed video game. Now that's actually what I could go diving for in the video game boxes. Ooh, go find Lightspeed sixty four. I wonder if it's still there if they had it or if someone picked it up. I don't know. No man, that game was so obscure. I honestly don't think anyone would think of it. What was the point of the game? Because all I remember is the. It was one of those. Game. It was just one of those mini. It was just like back in the day, like. Each level was a different type of scenario or just change up the racer or change up the rangers. One was like a shooting level. But it was race-based. Well, no. Or I mean, ranger, I meant. It wasn't a race-based game. Different levels sometimes were different rangers or zords, and then you morphed at the end of the game. Oh, so like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, not the movie, but the regular game for Super Nintendo was better thought out than this one? Yeah, oh, because... I know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of you're thinking Power of the- Rangers Turbo had a Mario Kart style game where it was just racing motorcycles. I didn't realize. I yeah. forgot there was a Lightspeed game for, you said 64. I keep thinking Super Nintendo because I'm a moron. You, you could say no, you're not. No, I'll let you take it. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. You're welcome. The 64 is like each level was a different Zord or something happening. And then at the very end of the game, your Zords all came together. and you- that, that was the payoff at the end? Yeah, as you got to play as the Megazord. I mean, it was very simple. It wasn't a lot, but it was fun. As a kid, it was Power Rangers, and I liked Power Rangers, and I liked Lightspeed, so. I might have to dig it up. I will say, I think that that's one of the series that had my favorite transport Zords. Each Zord 
when they, at some point they got a train that would carry each of the Zord. Like it was a, a full on train. So let's say the Zord was about this big. For those of you listening, sorry, you won't be able to see. Mouse. It. Twice nah, the size of a computer, computer, computer mouse. Like there was the size of Zord, like a little, like a truck or a car. Okay. And then came, and then you could buy separate. Now this is one of the ones where they started shrinking the size of the Megazord. Megazord put together was only this big, so it's about twelve inches compared to the regular sixteen. Oh, you mean the action figure? Like the toys, like when you built the Megazord together, it was only about ten inches. Twelve compared ten, twelve inches compared to the regular twelve, fourteen inches, like the you know size of normal Megazords. I gotcha. So the Megazords, the Megazords were individually were smaller, but the, they came in the carriers together, which. So let's say the one uh, Red Zord was like this big, right? Do you have this at your mom's house? I do. I can bring the... Oh. I haven't seen your giant box of Power Ranger Zords. I have a Lightspeed Megazord that I could bring in tomorrow You should bring Lightspeed Pink. Look at that little kid dressed as Draken. Do you see that? Do you see that right there? I need to call out that parent and tell them that they're doing it right. He's wearing a Green Lantern shirt, the dad. That's Anthony's father of the year. Green Lantern shirt, dad. parenting done... I need to call and, him. And the mom's wearing venom. I when he walks by. Is that your kid? Is that yours? You're doing it right. Dude, dad of the year right there. You gotta that's come back. awesome. You have to come back later. That is so cool. Parent of the year. That's a that's like a, a soccer jersey Green Lantern shirt. Dude, that. Oh, no, 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 no. That's or, the bacon. Bacon? What? That's Gr- the movie. Oh, the movie shirt? Yep. The pulsing bacon veins. He's wearing an Infinity, Gaunt- Infinity Gauntlet backpack. His kid is wearing Laura Draken's. It's pretty, dis- pretty awesome. That was that just I I felt it here and it was just. I've seen I don't and, and maybe we can ask him later. I've seen I saw Jason David Frank's Instagram where he signed a little kid's T-shirt as the little kid was wearing a T-shirt. No, it wasn't a T-shirt. He was actually cosplaying. It, that might be the kid. I don't know. That's so cool. What that's oh. A- oh, did we just get someone to meet him? Is this, is this one on? Is this thing on? No. Uh, talking to what? Hey, testing. testing. Yeah, it's on. Okay. So, so Matt, what do you got there? Matt, I, Matt is the Matt is the host of uh, Who Cares podcast and uh, the other one, uh, Nobody Gives a Fuck oh, podcast. This guy. All right. Uh, hey, talk with your microphone voice. Thanks for that. Thanks for that intro. I appreciate it, man. Uh, I just got to meet Steve Cardenas. I just blanked out. Steve Cardenas. It's written right there. I it's know. on the bottom Steve too. Cardenas. Okay. You know what? <laughs> no, I'm I don't. Jump across this, this table, Ray, Ray Charles style. Don't make me come Steve over Cardenas. there. Yeah, I just got to meet him. Uh, he recognized our shirts. Yeah, cause cause I cause of me. You're welcome. Nah, he knows he me. Don't know you. He does know me. He doesn't know you. He knows me. He's, He's like, cool. oh yeah, that Anthony and Chris and Matt and Christian. Those guys yeah. rock. They're so good. Um, dude, it was they really rock cool. on. He was actually my favorite Red Ranger. I liked him more than Jason. I growing up. I know it's hard for people. There's something about Jason, but I think Rocky Rocky ended up being longer. Yes. Which he was less stoic. Got, yes. Well, yeah, Jason he was, was that stereotypical like, "I'm gonna do the good." I'm the leader. Yeah. But then and they when, write him that way in the comics too. Yes. And then when J- when Tommy takes over, though, Tommy's a great replacement for Jason. Right. For Rocky to then take a support role, but Rocky, exactly. you get to see a good portion. Plus, they I can't like do. him. I liked him in Zio. I liked his whole arc in Zio. How about he, did, well, he was great in Turbo, the movie, wasn't he? Talk, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Dude, don't, don't talk oh, about so it. you clearly never <laughs> listen to our podcast. Welcome aboard. Oh, all uh, the time. But uh, when whenever we talk about Turbo, I freak out about Justin because I freaking hate that they I gave... I liked him as a kid, but growing up, I'm like, damn, you they took gave spot, even a though Power Ranger Cardenas spot to a kid. I know. 
and he grew. Like, how cool is that? His Power Ranger. He so morphed, you want a little bit of backstory? Yeah. So the White Ranger from season two was from Die Ranger. So were the Zords, but the suits were not. Die Ranger Japanese Super Sentai. Version of Power oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Sentai. I do. The, I know. I know enough. About so the Alien Rangers. Yeah. Were from Die Ranger as well. Okay. So they split that, the the stuff into separate. The Zords. They actually introduced the Zords and Mighty Morphin backwards. Wrong. Alien Rangers were not Die Rangers. <laughs> oh no no no! You're right. You're right. You're absolutely Sorry. right. That was um, guy that doesn't know that much about Sentai. We're just oh, I can't remember what the name. I can't remember the name of it was, but it was. Uh, Die Rangers was not Alien Rangers. You're absolutely right. But um, just anyways, tell about the White so Ranger. the White Ranger was a kid, and when he morphed into the White Ranger, he became a guy. And then when you see, remember when he's in the cockpit of the Tiger Zord and he's like laughing and doing all that? Yeah. Does it make more sense now that it would be piloted by now a little it kid? Does actually. Yeah. How That's about pretty that? cool. I didn't know that. Ain't that some shit? Hey, I got a picture I to show you. Appreciate you teaching me. I got, did I show you this picture yet? <laughs> you, oh, I've seen it a few times. It's, I've, shown it's you, cool. I, I've shown you this picture like 15 times. He's so proud of showing everyone. No, I, I just ask him because I keep asking him. Yeah, have you seen See, it? I haven't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note. <laughs> so, well, anyway, so how was Steve? How much time did you he spend was, with him? Uh, uh, very brief, but he was pretty cool. He asked me my name and, you know. Forgot it immediately? Pretty much. Uh, well, I mean, he remembered enough to sign it. That was the second word he put down. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what's your name, Matt? <laughs> oh, hey, Matt. Hey, what's your name? Yeah, uh, like shake. You see, you appear grateful. You appear grateful, and uh, I appreciate that. That's yeah, cool. He's, Even uh, if he doesn't care at the end of the day, he made me feel well, good. So because you're talking, you did you hear who's going to be at Buffalo Comic Con next week? I did not. Cat. <gasps> and who was the other one? I don't know who else was it. Um. I know Faust, J- R- Time Force Red will be in, bu- in oh, Erie. Oh, Jason Font. He's, oh, he's, awesome. he's going to be in Buffalo. Or in, uh, yeah, you er- are g- he's going to be in Erie. You're 27. So, yeah. We we, we watched the same set of Power Rangers yes, then. We at did. The, you probably watched the same episode at the same time on different it's TVs. It's possible. I, ca- I cut off about Lost Galaxy. Oh, no. I started Lost Galaxy. I made it through... Uh, Space and then Space, Star Lost, Lost Galaxy, Galaxy. And I got lost in the galaxy. See, I made it like two or three more years. I did Lightspeed, Time Force, and then after that I started when I could. Right when I got out of it, my brother actually started getting into it. He So you were still exposed he to it. He jumped in like Wild Force. That was his Dude, first Wild Force one. real quick, you know about Wild Force, right? What about it? The Red Ranger? Criminal charges. Manslaughter. He's in jail. Oh, the one from Wild Force? I thought yep. it was a different one. Red he, Ranger. He, he, he he also played Decker in Samurai. Who he was like a half? I don't think you know. You don't know Sam the new the stuff. Okay, I've I've seen images, but I haven't followed it closely. Yeah. You're not I'm missing a terrible Power Rangers fan. You're not missing much. Oh, his claim oh. to fame is that he can drive a motorcycle in the air on the moon. Remember Forever Red? Where all the yeah, Red Rangers? I do yeah. remember Forever Red? Yeah. At the end, he beat Serpentera by breaking in midair and then peeling out That's while right. still in midair. <laughs> yes, I love that scene. That was really great. You should go back and listen to our episode on it, Matt. I think I'm gonna have to. We talk shit on it nonstop. Yes, he does. So do you? I do. I liked Forever Red. I have I, good memories. It was a fun episode. I wish they did that for some of the other ones. They they've attempted to do team ups since, like events. Yeah. But they always rush them. Like Forever Red, their story flow honestly was get everyone and everyone interacting enough, and there was enough fighting, but. They did a 20th episode anniversary two, three years ago. Okay. And they literally were like, half hour, we're going to cram every single ranger morph into it. You know, I remember that, that scene. thing. It wasn't, the, obviously, the actors. The, no, it was, it all, was just all everybody in suits. Yeah, I do recall that. There, were, there were a couple that took their helmet off 
that they oh, had really? that they did, but it's and like, it was very they obvious. Threw everyone going, here you go, and you're like, that's a lot. <laughs> and it's like, based on a it's based on the Sentai where it was a two hour movie, and that two hour movie about twenty five minutes of it was every ranger, and it was actually every actor from oh, Sentai, really? like all at the time it was twenty five for Sentai. No, it was thirty five. So you had the dudes that were not spandex ready rocking the spandex because they're badasses in Japan. They do their own. Wear the oh suit. yeah, those are legit. And after season one, never again. Right, Mighty right. Morphin. Wow. Yeah, that was cool, man. I was uh, I when I knew he was gonna be here today. I that's right. I knew I wanted to meet him. So. We I got to see uh, David Yost, Billy last year. I would love to meet him. I got a picture with him, and I it was very good. They say like Jason David Frank, very humble, very don't meet. They say don't meet your stars, and he was one of them. Where I was like, yeah. If he turns out to be a jerk, which I don't think he will be, it was going to ruin it. And he was like, come here. Took a picture, got a shirt signed because he, David Yost has his own line called Affirmative Action where it's a very, it's a. Uh, it's line art. It's line right. art that line. makes. But it's like origami. But no, his brand oh, Affirmative yeah. Action is very, because he, he was bullied for being gay. Yeah, I remember that. So he's very big into proactive. Show, right? Right. Yeah. Good for so him. So he came back. So he does his whole line and it's very, it's affirmative action. And it's origami shapes of all the Zords. Oh, in so there. So it's a black shirt, but it's like T, but the T-Rex is like origami, but in red line art. That's so And there's cool. a green uh, dragon sword and everything. It's awesome. Meeting him was cool. Then I got to meet Jason David Frank at Nickel City Con. This, this was a guy where when you walked in, he was just like, or we walked up, he heard that his handler, his yeah, Francis, Francis. Francis, the handler. She, she's his assistant, actually. Assistant. She's been his assistant for years. When she saw us, or when we, he met, made the connection, she told him, yes, he's going to do an interview with you guys. She's when we walked up, he had people in line. He's like, listen, guys, he was very nice. It wasn't like, I'm done. It was very nice. Like, listen, guys, I'm really sorry. I can't be taking more pictures. He goes, I have an interview with these guys now. That's so cool. And no, he got, didn't like, even point to us. He just said, we have an interview. And I'm like, is that with us? He's like, come on, let's go in the other room. Like, very, like 10, 15 minutes of just straight talking. Yeah. Dude, it was amazing. He signed Anthony's. I'll Anthony, show you Anthony colored in a sketch card. Yeah, please do it. I mean, that's that's cool that he did that. For you it was guys. so cool. You can listen to that episode on our uh, podcast, too. I will too. listen. Yeah, it's You're on cheap episode, plugging episode, I'm telling our Matt, fellow networkers. I'm telling Matt. He clearly doesn't follow us <laughs> or listen to us. Oh, I don't man. listen to you guys. Wait till we're outside. I don't even listen to you. <laughs> so, so you met Steve Cardenas. Yes. And it went well. Very well. You know what? The thing I was actually... It was just a little thing, but that showed me that he cared was, he said, check the picture and make sure you like it first. What? You mean well, like you know what him I mean? like, signing it? So it wasn't it? a bad picture. Oh, like, he didn't just okay. take it and send me out. Oh, 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 you mean when he took a photo with you? Yeah. Not, not your, because oh, you have an 8 so by nice. 10 yeah, I do, yeah. It was actually, it was actually a good deal. It was like 40 bucks for a picture or 40 bucks for an autograph. 60 for meat down the line, the middle. I thought that was pretty fair. So yeah, yeah. That's a good price. Personally, I'm like. I'm not a fan of autograph stuff. I'd rather I take a picture and have the memory. Usually I'm not either, but... But... Yeah. I mean, I have something to autograph this. Have you ever met any of the other Power Rangers? Or any childhood actors or anything like that? Um, Through wrestling, I have. When I was doing indie wrestling, and that was about it. Um, never really bumped into anyone like, though, like that caliber. Wrestling, a lot of the ones are... Hey, have you ever wrestled Hulk Hogan? I can't say I have. I probably... How about Horace Hogan? Have to load. Yeah, I'd probably how about, have to how about Barry Hogan? I don't know him. So he, who? So he was an old who, jobber who, in WCW. Who, who, was, who would be the biggest that you've seen that you were like marked out over? Wrestlers? Um, oh, yeah. Well, when I was doing indie wrestling, I did a, a spot with uh, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Oh. And it was really cool. This little skit part of the show, and he was super, super cordial, super nice. Met Roddy Piper a couple years before he died, uh, which was absolutely amazing. And they were... 
they were genuinely nice. I met a lot of dirtbags, though, too. That That's the only thing they say. Like, don't meet people and you're just like, I hope you're not a jerk. Yeah. That's why I like, I like working from home because I don't have to deal with anybody face-to-face. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. <laughs> someday. Someday. Hopefully. But. <laughs> but you had a good time with Steve. I did. I that's, did. That's I appreciate awesome. you guys asking about it because uh, that was that's something I wanted to do for a long time. To be that's, perfectly honest with you, that's yeah. an old picture of him too. He, yeah, he had he, a bunch. He had a nice variety. That's, and that's I original. The classic. It's cool. Classic did, did he have the ones where it was like his face, the Red Ranger helmet, and like the slash down the side? That and there was people with the Zeo, the, the Zeo blue. Oh there yeah. Was, there was like a. Was there one? Was, was there a still image from him from Turbo laying on his back outside the? <laughs> <laughs> I have a drawing of him. <laughs> in my notebook of Zeo, I should. We'll I have a drawing of him in, in the Zeo helmet. Get it? He was the first Zeo Ranger toy that I bought. Really? I liked it. Yeah. He was my favorite Zeo. Did you? Sword. Did was, you ever get yeah, that Zeo figure? That legendary blue one? Did he have anything for sale over there, or was it just pictures? It was just uh, pictures. And I didn't pick yeah. up any of the Zeo ones. I started picking up the legendary figures for the Mighty Morphin ones. Yeah. I wasn't getting the build of figures. I was getting the ones that came like at Walgreens. They came with the weapons. Yeah. The legend. And I have. Uh, I'm still waiting. Yeah, the only one I need is Leg- Legacy. I'm still waiting for the uh, Trini one. But here's my dilemma now. Why the collector mindset tears me is that I have the ones that are not build of figures, but. I want to get a Green Ranger or a White Ranger to mix with them to, so I have a full set. But that doesn't work because... Then you won't the, have the Megazord. No. No, Green and White Ranger legacy figures don't come with the Megazord parts. But they're the matte-colored finish. They're not the glossy-looking ones. Right, like the old-school right. PlayStation 2 blue remotes. They're the flat colors. So that means I would then have to get the regular ones in flats. No, this you is would. Why Here's what you do. You just put a spotlight on it so it takes all the gloss out of it. Shadow box. You know, like a square with lights, not like... Yes. Undertaker, <laughs> fake chat, you know, Barico, Barico Undertaker, yeah. you know, Barico Undertaker. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'll be here all weekend. Yes, you will. Unfortunately. Today's my first and last day for the weekend. Too bad, man. we got to squeeze it all in today then. I know. Uh, <laughs> the well, weekend, I love them. Well, Anthony, um, are you, oh, well, well, while we have, a, since we have a guest, Matt, do you collect pops like Christian does? Uh, not to the extent I collect at like, all. He just grabs them. I do have some, like like specific ones though. Like you get I, specific characters that I like. Um, because I do the two point conversation when I grab all the football player ones that I. I do like. you see the classic line they just announced? Yeah. Okay. Will you get like all of those or just certain people from that line? Probably just certain ones, certain characters, certain people that I thoroughly enjoy. What's going on? Where? Here. here? Oh, those are those are old. <laughs> those are old. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Christian's got a picture of the white tiger zord and the goldar <laughs> pop. Well, I was going to ask you, and I didn't tell Anthony yet, is All that right. they're coming out with a, and maybe you know this too, Christian. Did you, know, see, did you see the ultra zord that they're coming out with, the ultra zord pop? Oh, man, it's ridiculous. It's very hard to acquire. Oh, it's not out yet. That's why. I know, but all the pre-orders have been used up. You can't even oh. pre-order it Did anymore. you see what I bought, Anthony? The Lord Dracon? Yeah, it's, it's pronounced Draken. We got that from the source. Uh, enter- Dude, entertainment Earth. Mine? Uh, you can get your own on entertainmentearth.com. This, I have to wait until February. Over. That's the bottom line. Fritz said so. Fritz has spoken. <laughs> That's my tagline. Fritz has spoken. Well, uh, Anthony and I are going to go chit chat with Steve Cardenas la- a little later and uh, Allison McGinnis. Like I said, light speed pink. Maybe we'll get some time with either one of them. That'd be cool. Anything else to add, Matt? No, I got nothing, man. There's, right. uh, Matt, what other shows do you do? Um, yeah, I'll plug my All right, stuff. time to go. Why See not? you guys later. <laughs> I do uh, the two-point conversation. That's my football talk. Um, new episodes out every Thursday. 
do Push Start Podcast with my friend Christian, who was just on a few seconds ago. Every Friday, new episodes. Just started the panel discussion, which is a comic book discussion one. A lot of fun. New episodes out Mondays. And I've joined Chris and Johnny Townsend on Harley Kayfabe. New episodes are also out on every Monday. Now you slowly went from having one, not one knowing, show, not, not having anybody. anything, to being on four shows. It's addicting. Good. Might, Dude, super, it is. Might, might, I, might I add a comment, too, is you are a perfect fit on, on Kayfabe because Johnny likes wrestling. Yeah. And did it in the backyard. And Chris, I did too, actually. Chris, we Chris that makes week. his, yeah, I know. And Chris <laughs> makes his wife watch wrestling periodically, and you actually wrestled. I did, yeah. It's a nice little, it's a nice it's, alternate perspective. Exactly. Yes. It's a lot of fun. They wanted me. I, I would, tried it once, and they, they wanted me back, so. There you go. I don't mind at all. They, funny, they never asked me back on back issues, and then they ended the podcast. <laughs> yep. Oh, by the way, Christian, father of the year right there. Turn around. You'll see why. Dude, I didn't even yeah, see it. He's got a sword of darkness. He's got the S word of darkness. That's awesome. Dude, we already told him that. We're going to chit-chat with this kid's dad. That's awesome. And, uh, Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Hey, man, thanks it. for Thank joining. Thank you, for jumping in. Cool. All right, Anthony, uh, over and out until later. All right. Hit the button. All right, well, we're unexpectedly joined today with uh, Red Ranger Steve Cardenas, Rocky DeSanto. Um, just kind of wandered over our table and said, hey. Uh, we got a couple minutes for an interview unexpectedly, so thank you very much. Yeah, I, 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 I generally like generally don't sit down and do podcast interviews or interviews really that much, but y- these guys have been coming by my table all day and been so cool. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to come over and say what's up real quick, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, for sure, for sure, This man. was an unexpected... I just saw you walk up. I was like, whoa, why is he coming to our table? <laughs> I didn't came over here to bug you guys, man. Well, but. bug away. I mean, we can, you can... Hey, why don't you ask us questions? My favorite food is pizza. Uh, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> we have three cats. Yeah, you like long walks on the beach? No, <laughs> no, I don't really like the beach. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you were the second Red Ranger. Yeah, yeah. I came out oh. in 1994, season two, uh, about halfway through the second season. Uh, the awesome other roller skate, awesome rollerblade chase sequence. By the way. Yeah, right. That wasn't me at all. Um, no, I think all. Yeah, well, up close for the up close shots, it was me. But they had like professional like rollerbladers that knew what the hell they were doing. For the movie, and same for the movie too. That was an because in the movie, like they had they had that rollerblader that was like skating backwards down the stairs. I'm like, that's not me. (laughs) Like, you want to try your own stunt trick? Now I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I want to keep the legs today. Yeah. So I want to ask. We haven't talked to someone that's coming as the second generation type ranger. Uh, What is it like coming in as there's already an established Red Ranger, and now you're going to take over their shoes as an act as a character? What's it like as an actor? What's it like to kind of fill that? Well, yeah, I mean, that question has so many levels. Like one, um, I just I I heard about an audition on the radio. I I had no aspirations to be an actor or anything like that. This is just some random thing that I heard about on the radio. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to go give it a shot and went down and tried it out, Mm -hmm. tried out for it. And there was like 5,000 people waiting in the parking lot of the TV station to audition for this show. And I, you know, I was familiar with the show. I knew, but I didn't know that they were looking to replace some of the existing Power Rangers, I just thought they were like augmenting the cast, you know, like adding more people to it. Or mm-hmm. I didn't know what my capacity was going to be. You know what I mean? Were, were you aware of Power Rangers? I knew what it was. I was very familiar with Power Rangers because I was a. Uh, I used to teach kids martial arts. That's what I. That's oh. what that was my job. You know, um, at that time, so I, I knew all about Power Rangers because the kids would talk about it all the time. So I was very familiar with the show and uh, very familiar with what it was all about. But I just didn't know that they were looking for new Power Rangers. I didn't find that out until I actually got hired 
and was actually going in for wardrobe fitting. And they're like, oh, wait, um, which ranger are you going to be? I'm like, what, what do you mean? They said, are you going to be the red one or the black one? And I was like, I don't have any idea. Nobody knew. So they had to run up to the production office and go find out who was who and so on and so forth. Um, so, yes, once that once I realized that, that's when it hit me like, oh, crap, I'm I'm going to be pl- filling some big shoes here. And, you know, I, I just knew automatically there would be some kids that would probably be rather disappointed, you know, because kids don't like change, you know. When, um, when so did you find out in the I'm sorry, when did you find out in the um, audition process? Like, when was that? Like after season one, was that season two had already started? Season two had already started, yeah. And then okay. um, for whatever reason, whatever their contract differences were, those three guys left the show and they had to shut production down for two weeks and then go do a nationwide cattle call. And then that's where I was. I was in Dallas, Texas, where I went to my audition. And um, yeah, so the whole thing happened over a span of like four days. I auditioned on a Saturday. Um, Monday, they called me to let me know that I'd gotten a call back and they want to fly me to California to meet the producers. Flew in on Tuesday, did my audition. Wednesday, I got hired. So my whole is, life changed in like four days. Yeah, it doesn't ever happen like that usually. Usually it's a, you know, you know, 10-month process, you know, you, for auditions and you, stuff. You realize like many people, like kids that back in the 90s, they grew up, their whole lives wanted to become a Power Ranger. You became one in four days. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> well, pretty crazy, man. Hey, I'm just that good. No, I'm just kidding. No, it wasn't like that at all. I, I, as a matter of fact, I had no acting experience whatsoever, and and uh, that was the other thing I was super afraid of. Is like, you know, because you said from an actor standpoint, I'm like, Nim, player. There was <laughs> there was no actor standpoint there. I, I was a karate teacher that they hired because I knew how to do martial arts and gymnastics, and then they had to teach me on the job on set. You know uh, how to do the acting stuff. As a matter of fact, bulk. You know, Paul Schreier, the, the yeah. guy who played Bulk from Bulk and Skull, um, he was my acting coach off camera. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's a phenomenal. Yeah, he directed episodes. episodes. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal talented. actor, very talented, very talented director. He directed a bunch of Power Rangers episodes. And then off camera, he was like my coach. You know, I, when we yell cut, he'd walk over and be like, okay, you want to do this, this way, say this, this way, so on and so forth, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool to get the onset learning, training experience Yeah, right there. What... uh. What is one of your? Is there a memory you could pick out that you remember on that show that one of the top? Well, I mean, you know, just on that same day that I got hired, they're like, "Okay, congratulations, you're the new new Power Rangers, and uh, we're gonna film for a month and a half, and then we have to shut production down because you're going to Australia to do a movie for for 20th Century Fox." And I was like, "So everything all happened in this like in the same day. The day I got hired, I found out that I was also gonna be going to Australia and stuff." So. I mean, it, it, you just can't believe how that, how much that would, how much your life changes, you know, just because of because a, of that, yeah, and so you know. whim. That's that's in, that's an incredible story for an act for an from an for an actor, like. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I had no aspirations to be an actor. Yeah. It was so to, you know, to see to have something like that happen to change. Yeah, there was probably a lot of pissed of off it. people were like, "Damn it, this kid doesn't even know what he has. This kid doesn't even know what he's walking into right now." Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. It might have. It's probably better that way, actually. You know that I didn't know what you I was in walking fresh. to. Yeah. Well, right. You, I think it, because you weren't so cynic, a cynical actor at that point. Right. Not that you are now, but yeah. Right. You know. No, you that's cynical. true. You, you had the one thing that they couldn't teach, which was yeah extensive martial arts and right. It could teach you how to act. Yeah. Stand well, here, you know, I just here, say this. I just got super lucky, man. I, I I fluked into the whole thing and. And then, you know, after Power Rangers was over, you know, I, for a long time I didn't have anything to do with Power Rangers just because there was, you know, no Comic-Cons. There was no social media, really, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So there was no way to connect with any with any of the fans. And 
I didn't even know that fans, so many fans still existed until I started doing Comic-Cons again, you know? And uh, so for the past, like, you know, seven years or so, I, I've been doing these cons, and uh, it's just been amazing, man. It's been, uh, like, a, you know, been be, to be able to go all over the world and meet fans from everywhere and just, you know, hear them say the impact that you really had on them, you know? I never realized how much of an impact I had on them while I was doing the show, you know? And then after I left the show, I, I had no way of connecting with the fans until social media started happening. Um, and then that's when I started getting invited to these conventions and stuff. And then that's why I was able to reconnect with everyone. And it's been phenomenal. You really you really have made, like, you you specifically and other Rangers, you guys don't realize, like, to, like, I was, I was, I was born in 1993. So I right. grew up watching the movie, the reruns, and, yep. you know, I don't go back and binge the show now, but when I need that moment, I'm like, man, I'm having a bad day. I need yeah. to go back and just be a child go for. Go back, yeah. I need sure. to go back and watch a cartoon for a moment. Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is one of those shows, yeah. and like you guys did establish and really help a lot of people through. And I'll say, me, you helped me through a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I never really thought of myself as being, you know, somebody that people could relate to in any way, but. If I look at it from another perspective, hey, I mean, I grew up watching The Karate Kid and, and watching The Last Dragon. Like, those were my shows. Those are the movies that I watched. Those are the movies that impacted me and made me want to learn martial arts. So when I first time I ever got to meet Timok, we were at a Comic-Con together in 2013, and I was like, dude, you haven't... And all of a sudden, I became the fangirl, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, and then the next year, I got to meet Ralph Macchio and, oh. from The Karate Kid, and I'm like, dude... You have no idea, you know what I mean? And then it struck me. I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I can relate. I guess I get it. I understand. So when people come up to me and say it, to me, it's it's obscure. Like, I don't, I don't know how I impacted you, you know what I mean? But now I understand where they're coming from because when I got to meet my heroes, I'm like, dude, this is awesome. How you know many what I mean? people, so, how many kids do you think back in the 90s, hey, I want to be the Red Power Ranger, does yeah, karate. I got to yeah, go learn it. I'm sure Not as many as wanted to be the Green Power yeah, Ranger. Yeah, right. As, that's true. This is true. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I I don't know. I'm just grateful to be part of it all, you know, and and it's just a weird, interesting thing that, you know, to forever be part of pop culture now. You know what I mean? Because I don't I think, you know, in some form or another, there's this like perfect storm of, you know, the the age of everybody now that were kids in the 90s, you know, before all the social media started and now the social media and the Internet and everything like that. It all you guys all grew up together. Internet grew up together at the same time that you grew up. And so everything that you guys were, you know, admiring back at that time is now carried over. And it's just going to be part of, you know, part of that forever. You know, it's like part of that pop culture. It's, you know? it's established because yeah. when you think of when you think of a, po a, a comic con, you got your comic book. And I say nerds in the nicest way yeah. because I'm a right. nerd. Yeah, you got your comic are, yeah. nerds. You got your anime nerds. I always see Power Rangers. Yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. And Matt, like, and then Star Trek, Star Wars, like yeah, it's, Star Trek, it's, Star it's Wars. It's one of the cores. Yeah. When you well, think I mean, of but you got all, you got all your like you know your oh, superhero yeah. ones too. You know, DC and Marvel and all them as well too. So, um, you know, you've got all of that um, whole universe as well. Um, but that's uh, one of the reasons why I like these cons so much and why I do so many of them is because it's really a, it's great to see this melting pot. As, as we're talking right now, we're walking by, there's people that dress like Harry Potter right now. There's people that are dressed like Doctor Strange. There's people that are dressed like the Red Ranger and Darth Vader. And they're all right in front of me, and they all just walk by me in the whole 14 seconds I've been talking to you right now. You know what I mean? Like, for, for people to be able to come and express themselves that way, you know, it's, it's such a healthy thing, you know? Because a lot of times... 
people that we, you know, we call nerds sometimes are kind of outcast by the rest of society a little bit. And uh, there's a place for them you know, here, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody can feel welcome. And it's actually kind of cool. And now it's actually kind of more everybody's coming it's involved. Positive. It's yeah, positive. I'm positive. I've been a many. I have many friends from many cliques and niches. Right. And I'm going to tell you, my in this culture, I've never felt out. I've never felt out like been ashamed or like right, oh yeah. like it's always such a positive I mean, there's nothing out of place here community. man you got frozone just walked by right now Did you know what i mean like it's everything <laughs> it here was frozone. yeah exactly and and you know the best part is he couldn't wear that out in public nope right i mean he could right. but yeah he could but i mean it's what's like, gonna happen you know, or, yeah. or you assume people are gonna say stuff well you, maybe they might not even say anything but the way that he, they might be looked at you know exactly. what i mean it's like oh who's this weirdo you know what i mean we're here. It's like it's the norm. It's like you're almost the, the weirdo if you're not wearing something. I'm wearing like regular T-shirt and, and pants right now, and you know, like you blend. You probably blended more if you were <laughs> in a costume. Yeah, I probably would exactly. But, but yeah, no, it's great. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, I I think is nothing but positivity. You know, when I do these conventions and the interaction I have with the fans. I mean, of course, you get a lot of trolls too, but there's always going to be haters always. out there, and you know. It, They've always got a voice now, too. So, unfortunately, there's that side of it. But uh, in general, it's pretty positive. So, I have to ask. Yeah. We watched uh, the 25th anniversary. I mean, we oh, talked right. about it a little bit. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how was it? Did you have a good... I'm, I'm assuming you had a good time. Any spoiler? I, any, I had a any, great any time. Insider info? I had a great time with it. You know, the only, the only thing is, like, we filmed it like a year and a half ago. Really? And they made us sign a non-disclosure saying we can't say anything about it. So I had, I've had to sit on it for like a year and a half. I'm like, man, I could have been promoting the crap out of this at like 40 cons a year for the last year and a half. And we could have really blown this thing up. You know what I mean? Uh, but they, they, for whatever reason, they wanted us to sit on it. Um, and uh, so I, every time anybody like had any rumors about the reunion episode, they'd be like, "Hey, are you gonna be in the reunion episode?" I say, "No, I'm not. I wish I was, you know." And I just had to surprise them with it, you know, at the end, which was which is cool too. But you know, it would have been like I think it would have probably made a lot more impact on on everyone if they could have known that you know we were coming out in it a lot sooner. Could been a better build up. Yeah, yeah, we we watched it, and yeah, I think we we have a very similar opinion, Anthony and I, as well as. We talked to a couple people about it, and it's yeah. we just feel like it wasn't long enough, and it's hard to it was satisfy a, or hard to give 16, 10, you know, 10 right. cast and six regular cast members that much to do in a 24-minute episode, 22-minute yeah. episode. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of things got cut out for sure, um, you know, just for time, um, but, you know, um, just to be part of it, though, I mean, you know, I, I had told Saban and them that I would come back and do it for free. And I'd mentioned it a couple years in a row that I'd missed a couple of opportunities. I say, hey, look, you know what? I'll come out and do it for free just to give back to the fans a little bit, you know? And they were like, well, no, you, we'll pay you. But, you know, definitely you can come out and do it this time. So I was like, yeah, sweet. So because it had been 20 some odd years since I'd been on the show. So I was definitely ready to come back. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, cool. Can we switch gears real quick? Yeah. So you're a musician, too. No, no, not at all. Wikipedia lied. No, there's another there's another guy named Steve Cardenas who's a, like a jazz guitar player, but it's not me at all. I, so, have, okay. I, I have no John, musical inclination. He's a musician. At all. Johnny no, Young Bosch. Well, I was gonna definitely a-, a musician. Well, and, and here's what I was gonna ask is because you guys work together. Well, know, we train jujitsu you know. together. Yeah. What's that? And we, well, and we train jujitsu together. Okay, so uh, we work out together and we worked together. Very cool. But. I was gonna ask if you guys had done any music stuff together, but if you no. if you're not that Steve Cardenas, no, no, I, yeah, that's a different Steve Cardenas. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, that, that's where I was going, and it would have been cool to hear, like, oh, yeah, we work out together, we used to work together, yeah. and we, we, we have this fish-ish type band, yeah, or, you know, no, whatever. No. Matter of fact, when Johnny first started on the show, he, he wasn't musically inclined at all. He, he didn't know how to play any instruments or anything. That all much came years after he left the show. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, Johnny, when he first got hired, he was this 18-year-old kid who was he, – he, he had trouble adapting. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was – like, we ha- – it happened to us the same way at the same time. We both got hired in Dallas. We both got hired at the same time on the same day. We both got told the same thing on the same day. And, you know, Johnny was like a deer in the headlights at, at first. You know what I mean? But it's a testament to, like, you know, what he's overcome with that because in the beginning it was like – it was not – it was not easy for any of us, but he was having a really hard time in the beginning. Um, and then, you know, to see him now, I mean, he's like, you know, 200 anime voices he's done over the, yeah. over the years. He and he's really an awesome musician, a great singer. And, you know, he, that dude like came out of a shell like I've never seen anybody do. You know what I mean? So it was it's pretty incredible. You know what I mean? And like. You know, I mean, I'm just like, you know what? That's my boy right there. You know, and that's awesome. You guys so, are awesome. Anyway. Yeah, it's good stuff. Steve, thank you. Mr. Hey, Cabanas, cool. Thank, thank you, you guys, so man. Much. Yeah, I appreciate you thank guys, you. man. Actually, while you're here, I'll yeah. show you this. I very here. much appreciate it. I'm going to bring this to you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I, I want to. We, we should get, we get the, your reaction. We should get your reaction. Mike. Yeah. Check this thing out. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's awesome. The back is the best. Oh, my God. That's incredible, man. Is it though? Super dope. Yeah. Where's your Where's the marker at? You oh. gotta look. It, it, there's a hood on the front. No, I saw the front. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have one. Oh, uh, bring it to me. Yeah, bring it to me in a while. That's cool. Thank you. So, yeah, so appreciate it. Weird. All right, cool. Thanks, fellas. I didn't catch your name earlier. Clifton. Clifton Sean. Hop on there just just to give it a quick test. Test test. A little closer. Test test. There we go. Perfect. Welcome back. It's day two at. Where are we? At Rochester, at RockCon in Rochester, beautiful downtown Rochester, Pennsylvania, Rochester, New York. Jeez, come on, get it together, Sean. I'm joined with Clifton. He's a fan, a fellow convention goer. Clifton, tell us where you've been recently, because um, it's going to make everybody on the show and probably a lot of listeners jealous. Okay, well, August, I uh, attended Power Morphicon, Anaheim, California. That's it. Get out of here. Tell us about it. How'd you, uh, how'd you get there? You don't have to get into dollars and cents, but what laid the groundwork? How'd you get there? What'd you do when you were there? What were you looking for? What were your goals while you were there, etc.? Okay, so I've been saving up for that for about three years, and I'm convention was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, no, it was mainly Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they had a special Thursday showing with Austin St. John. Nice. So it was great to finally meet like the original Red Ranger, because it was bothering me when the con was announced that he was the only one not going to be there at the time. And I'm like, you, you really can't do that without the original Red Ranger. Well, I think he said that in Forever Red, too. Yeah. You think you'd do this without the original Red Ranger? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The very first day with that Thursday event, we got to take a tour of their uh, command center. They uh, had a, wait, they had a mock-up command center? No, like the actual, com- we went to the filming location of the command center. Oh, where was that? It was a Jewish college. Um, I can't think of what the actual name is, but it's like a huge desert area. It's fenced off because they get tired of fans just trying to randomly come up there to take pictures. So so the, the exteriors for the command center are right in um, was it Anaheim area um, or right outside? Yeah, because it's about an hour out drive to that location. It's in the Cali area, 
but it was about an hour out from uh, the convention center. So is it just the exteriors, or is it is just it, the exteriors? Okay. And but did you tour the ins? Is there an inside um, set that you got to tour too? No, the inside is just like the school itself, because I guess they didn't really do too much filming on the inside. It was we got enough footage for outside areas, and that's what we used. That's for. that's pretty cool. I I would have never guessed that was near Anaheim. Uh, they got to take pictures with Austin there, and then they went back to the hotel to take more because then he did regular signing at the hotel. The next day when the event started, that was like the greatest feeling because since Hasbro... Because you're there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's the hardest part, getting there. Yeah. Since Hasbro acquired the rights to like everything now, they showed out. They Right there at the door, they had about... 10 screen used suits on display for everybody to see. So they had SPD green swap mode. Ooh, lights. That's, that's my favorite super mode, by the way. Yeah. That Mystic Legend mode is my favorite Mystic Force. Lightspeed red, his suit. Dino Thunder yellow. Silver from RPM. Mm-hmm. The Phantom Ranger had that Ooh. suit. They had screen used props. So, like, they had a Quasar Saber, Morpher. The actual, um, what was it? The passport from Lights, I mean, uh, Lost Galaxy. Nice. So throughout there, half of the convention is just uh, for the actors themselves. And it was great meeting a lot of them. A lot of them, like, actually spent a lot of time talking to people. Even if you were just there to talk to them, you got everything you wanted just to see that. Honestly, and just a side note, that's no different than what's happening here right. today. Steve Cardenas and Allison McGinnis. You can just bend their ear, not for too long, considering the people behind you in line, but they're not going to charge you just to chit-chat with them. Right. So that, that, that's really good to hear from a, another fan's perspective that hasn't been. Like, um, a lot of them are, like, really great spirits to talk to. Like, Ann Hutchison, she was a great one. Dan, uh, oh, how do you pronounce his name? I think it's Southworth, uh, the Quantum Ranger. Uh-huh. He was great. R.J. Seiler, he was there for one day and. He would. Div- it was just great to see how much energy he had because of the people who came out to see him. Um, that was that was cool. Got to work out with Blake Foster. I kind of regretted that the next day because my legs. Didn't. Wait. So you worked at, like you like went to the gym with him? Yeah. Um. He had like a little special uh morning where he just wanted to get some of us to come out to hit the gym at the hotel. Nice. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I got to make sure it looks like I really know what I'm doing. So, I, yeah, a couple hours later, it it kind of hit me. I couldn't really walk. Yeah, that's uh, that's leg day. That's le- if you're doing leg day right, you're you're not able to walk without Jello legs the next day. Yeah, yeah, I regret that a lot. Especially if you haven't done leg day in a while. Um, another fun experience. The one not backtracking the first night. Um, a lot of them actually stayed at the hotel that the convention had the partnership, the Hilton. Mm-hmm. And just being downstairs in a bar was like being in the VIP area. Oh, yeah. It's they so were all just down there. And to sit there and talk with them was a great experience. And it was like, oh, I'm not even talking about Power Rangers with you. I'm just talking with you. It's That's the best conversation to have with them. Just like, what's going on with you? I mean, we talked to Steve about... Uh, Everybody that's listening has already heard this. Steve was on here on with us yesterday, and he it was just a hang, just a twenty minute conversation, and it was it was awesome. Even if we were talking partly Power Rangers and other stuff, but so continue. Um, another thing, cool thing to see was like witnessing a lot of their like first time moments, actually meeting like other Rangers, not knowing 
different cast like seasons that was cool to see like oh yeah i've never met you before i didn't even watch your season no who are you and then just like <laughs> then they would become best friends like right off that alf rip sure yeah well i mean they're all there for the same reason yeah. like another thing that was cool um the crimson Raz- uh ranger from ninja storm adam Thielen, i think was how you pronounce his last name it was one he was celebrating his wedding so like he was going through uh his honeymoon and conning at the same time so to like really experience like this was like his first time really doing a lot of stuff in the states and this was his first power morphicon and it was funny talking to him because he was explaining to me like how sort of power rangers doesn't have that huge love back where he's from Mm -hmm. only because of like the laws where it comes to like uh broadcasting and stuff because of the violence with the show that it kind of doesn't really get to be played so um him actually finally getting the experience, the fandom that he didn't really knew. He can actually see how impactful the show is to obviously a multitude of fans. Right. And they're all right there. Another thing was like, it Power Rangers always like really speaks the idea of family working together and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's really what that con was about. It'd be times we would have to wait in long lines and then people knew that they had to get out of line. It was like, Hey, I know you staying in here. I'll watch it back real quick. Sure. Yeah, go do what you got to do. Th- those and, are the best line experiences. Uh, right. Doing like a lot of connection wise. Some of the people that was there with uh, In Space Black, Roger, um, they were doing a documentary and it was cool because I got to talk to some of the people with his film crew because I'm into like film and doing animation and sculpture and stuff like that. So then he looked out for me, trying to get me a little connection in a, one of the biggest animation companies oh, and, nice. uh, out there in Cali. So it was like, people have your back. And I'm like, I, this is my first time meeting you. So it was like, thanks. There's a, that shared experience. You're yeah. all there for the same reason. It's, right. it's, and, you know, it's, it's always great to hear that they say don't meet your heroes. But when they're as cool as, as you know, when they're going to go to a convention and they're not just going to be there for where's my 50 bucks and then next. Right. That's it, It's really nice that. Of all, you know, just hearing a lot of interacting with a lot of different people here and, and you know, at past conventions and even the, the Rangers and the celebrities, almost all of them, maybe one or two exceptions. And, you can know, if, unless it happens more than once or twice, right? you can almost chalk it up to something bad happened or someone just kicked their dog or, you know, whatever. Everyone that I've met, it sounds like almost, if not all of every every single one that you've, uh, that you've met are just as cool as you want them to be. Right. And, and that's the best. It's great because, like, uh, one of the funny things is Dan's character from Time Force, Eric, was just, like, a jerk. He's the complete opposite <laughs> in real life. Complete and, opposite. And one of the nicest people I've ever met. And, and I've heard people say, different actors in different interviews say that, you know, playing somebody that's not typically them is so fun and liberating because that's not who they are. So they can just turn it way, way up. So what was your what was your one thing that you were looking for when you went there? Like, what was the one thing you wanted to get, purchase, or, or whatever? Traveled all the way from Buffalo just for the full professional photo op with the Time Force cast. And you got it? Yes. Nice. It was, my kindergarten self was about to cry. I was, that's all I came for. I was like, if it's, it's automatically a successful trip if I get that one picture. And I didn't care about anything else. Is that one picture? That's that's. I mean, a whole cast is is nice to get, especially wrangling you know six plus people from wherever they all live now to to one place. And so, did they all sign it? Um, no, I ended up getting individual autographs with them. For um, I brought my original VHS tapes to get signed. Um, so like the ep- 
the first one that has like the very first few episodes of Time Force. I had the original five sign that, and then I have when Eric was introduced. Mm-hmm. So I had him sign his own. Oh, nice. And the photo itself, besides all six Rangers, it also had Rancic, Nadira, Frax, and Circuit. So, like, that was an even added bonus to it. Completed the set, basically. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, uh, would you do it again? Yeah. Is it an every two years thing for you, or is it something that where you'll give it a little bit more breathing room to, to build up, not funds, but, like, to build up more people to come like from future seasons or opportunities or yes that's because a lot of people like oh um you'll probably not spend as much as you did next time i'm like you are completely right about it i ended up getting like what i needed from them right right now so my main goal for going back next time is to see who was who wasn't there before type of situation so like i kind of in the process of making my list of like out of the people who do do conventions okay i know you normally do them why was it that you were at the one that I went to for the first time? Yeah, like, why weren't you thinking about me? Come on. I was thinking about you. Right. <laughs> like, I was really bummed. Like, I really needed to meet Leo. Leo's one of my favorite Reds. And from my knowledge, he did just about every Power Morphicon. Why weren't you at my first? Come on. Nice. And I, and I do have to say, I would have never started talking to you yesterday if it weren't for you wearing that amazing white hoodie that has the uh, Lord Draken power coin on the chest. And then you turned around and it said, in an even more braggadocious <laughs> manner, Power Morphicon on the back, because it's an exclusive. I scoured the net. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't find it. I was so bummed. And you also have a uh, white tiger. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. No, this one's Jeez, Draken. Jeez, yes, I'm, I'm, I am mistaken. The uh, Lord Draken bandana. I'm, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. It's, but you did show me where to get that. Right. So I can look fun. I can look like a goofball wearing that. I'll put the link to the Etsy store in the show description for anyone that wants to also get it. But Cliff, Clifton, Clifford. Clifton. Clifton, I'm sorry. There I used to go. work with a guy named Clifton. I should know better. Clifton, thanks for joining us. No problem. Um, let, me know, let everyone who's listening know where they can find you, follow your travels. Uh, oh. I'm sure you have a ton of Power Morphicon stuff up oh, somewhere. Oh, yes, I do. Follow me on Instagram. Phantom Star 3, P-H-A-N-T-O-M-S-T-A-R 3. Awesome. Thanks for joining us no today. Problem. Um, this is going to close out Power Morphicon for Power... Jeez. <laughs> it's going to close out RockCon, the RockCon episode. Uh, thanks for joining me uh, today. Thanks for talking to me and no uh, letting me bend your ear and just talk your head off about Power Morphicon now and thanks for having earlier. Me. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks very much. Appreciate okay. it. Thanks.
Power Rangers in Cyberspace is distributed by BICBP-radio.com, the BICBP Radio Network.